You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob and Ty Bo. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob. We're joined by Ty Bo and Sean. Make sure to follow us uh, at, on Twitter at the show, at Bob and Bo Show. Uh, same moniker on YouTube. Make sure to drop a like uh, and a follow. Subscribe, uh, subscribe, subscribe. And then unsubscribe. Smash that button, Smash the like button, bro. Uh, man, we have got a week ahead of us. It's going to be a long Sunday for Chiefs fans. We've already covered this. If you haven't listened to it, uh, go back and listen to our Chiefs pod that is already out. Um, but we have got some t- uh, tips, excuse me, and tricks for your fantasy football teams. Make sure you get these in uh, before the London early morning, 8 o'clock game, 8.30 game, whatever time it kicks off. And I believe Sean has that for us. Just the tips. Just the tips. We're gonna start off with our. <laughs> like we're gonna start off with our players to start this week, and we're gonna start off with the quarterback. Quarterbacks to start this week. We're gonna go with a Jared Goff versus New England. He has been putting up numbers. Lions have one of the highest scoring offenses in the NFL. Look to start him. The highest, right? I believe so. I haven't checked the numbers on that, but I believe they are definitely the highest, if one of the highest, if not the highest. But New England has a solid defense. Amon Rice St. Brown may be out again. We do not know yet. But they're looking like they're trending. No matter what, they're going to be in a shootout. So look to start him. He's going to put up some numbers. Swift for- and Amon Ra were both out Wednesday and Thursday, so don't expect them to play. And they have a bye week on week six, so they may just be waiting till then to get these players back. Look for Trevor Lawrence to have a big game coming back against Houston. It was rough last week in the weather in Philly. Tough defense in Philly. Houston is not the Eagles. Look for Trevor Lawrence to have a good game. Good bounce back candidate. Big guy right there. Last to start off with the quarterbacks is Carson Wentz. Rough last two weeks. Really rough last two weeks. He's playing Tennessee this week. They got to figure that out against Tennessee right here. Look for him to have big numbers, but he will still have some... Carson Wentz moments have it, maybe an interception or two and a fumble or two, but he's still going to throw throw the ball around the yard and get some numbers up there. Moving on to running backs, we're going to go with Aaron Jones against the New York Giants. They're flying over the pond to London to play them. I'm liking what I'm seeing from him right now. I feel like they're going to rely heavily on him in London, and let's see where he goes with that. Leonard Fournette against Atlanta. Big bounce back game for him. He's not going to get negative three yards rushing. He's not playing the Chiefs. They always play Atlanta pretty well. It's going to be a pretty high scoring game, I feel like, for the Buccaneers. Not necessarily the Falcons, but definitely for the Buccaneers. Wide receivers. Jalen Waddell had an off week last week. He was questionable for the whole entire week right now. If he's going, look for him to produce. Jacoby or Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback there. He's going to like Sean's just choosing all bounce back candidates now. Hey, I'm just finding all trends in in (laughs) players to start, man. (laughs) Next up, we're going to go with a Terry McLaurin. Solid solid player right there. I feel like you had to start him this week. Probably not wide receiver one. 
put him in wide receiver two, maybe the flex if you want to, if you have some other wide receivers that you like a little bit more, but definitely start him. Last wide receiver here is Marquise Brown. Old Hollywood over there. Him and Kyler are connecting on another, another level right now. He has been producing week after week after they play the Chiefs. And I feel like that's only going up, going back to the college connection there. And for the tight ends, we're going to go tight ends that are playing each other. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. I feel like both those guys will be utilized a lot in that game. Hopefully the weather does not affect it too much. I can't remember. Is it in, do you guys know if it's in Arizona or Philly? Um, I did not look at that. see here. That game is being played in uh, Arizona. All right, so no weather problems there for him. So look to play those guys. Moving on to players to sit. Definitely sit Derek Carr against Kansas City. <laughs> Just sit him. Nothing more you to should, be said there. You should be sitting him every week if you have him on your roster. You should be, but I mean, some people are bold enough to go out there and start him. I don't know why they would, but hey, that's your team, not mine. Next up, sit Tom Brady. This man has been going through a lot this week. He's been talked about nonstop on all social media platforms. Hired a divorce divorce lawyer. So sit Tom Brady, start Leonard Fournette. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. Look for Tom Brady to have a rough week. Giselle's not going to wish him a good luck, Tom, tweet before the game. Generally, when Tom does his best is when when his back is metaphorically (laughs) against the wall, (laughs) when everybody's doubting him. He he struggles in the division, Hey, hey, that was the Patriots, not the the Buccaneers. (laughs) A little bit different there. Running backs. Sit Najee Harris against Buffalo. I don't want to do it. He's my lead running back in one league. I'm still going to start him, but I'm not expecting too much because my other players are going to perform. I literally have no other running backs in that league, so I can't do anything about that. Sorry about you. Not expecting too much from him. They're not using him too much. Kenny Pickett is there now. I don't know how this is going to work out in Pittsburgh for them. Another Raider comes on the list for the running backs, and that is a Josh Jacobs. Sitting Josh Jacobs. Sitting Josh Jacobs. He may be the only hope for them, but the way that uh, run defense worked last week for KC, another primetime game with no other football games going on that day, they're going to try to show out and stop the run again. I feel like that defense, is, our defense is coming along very well. We're focusing on one thing, stopping the run right now. Love to see that finally. And it's the Raiders against KC. Usually doesn't go well for them. Wide receivers, sit Mike Williams. Kenyon Allen is back. They're playing the Browns. I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game where there's a lot of running involved. The Browns take the clock down a lot. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Deontay Johnson. I don't think he has very good chemistry with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is a starter going forward. I think he's going to be looking more for uh, Pickens or Fryermuth. A lot more in that offense. And if he does go to Deontay Johnson, it may end up in a pick. He threw three in his first game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen again for him. Last wide receiver to sit is a Gabriel Davis. He's been dealing with an injury lately. He hasn't been doing too much for them, but I feel like he's going to come along more towards the end of the year, really shine once he gets over this injury that he has right now. 
Tight ends. Dalton Schultz. Cooper Rush does not sit, like basketball. Sit, 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 sit. sit him. He was targeted, I think, three or four times last week. Came out with a whopping goose egg. Zero fantasy points. Look for him to continue that trend. May not be zero this week, but it's definitely not going to be high numbers. Definitely going to boom right here. Last tight end. Lost. Last one. Not going there yet, but hey, we'll see. Last one on here is a Greg Kittle. I know his name is George, but he seems like a Greg. He's playing the Carolina Panthers. They're not using him in the passing game very much in San Francisco right now. He is more predominantly just a lead blocker. They're not looking to pass to him. I don't like what's going on there. They still have some uh, offensive line injuries. Go ahead and sit him. Help, you, help yourself out. Sit him. Thanks for not list. saying Kyle Pitts. That should be I, an obvious. They're I need him to him. come along. <laughs> it's an obvious. It's an obvious. No, that's they don't good. like using him. Sean does his homework every week. Generally, he comes out with a bunch of them correct. Uh, so if you have questions, drop them down below in the YouTube comments. Let us know on Twitter at Bob and Bo Show or let Sean know himself at Sheen1440. Maybe we'll he do had, a little personalized he video. He had segment of his show or of, of his fantasy ball <laughs> spiel. All of his players to watch sucked ass. Hey, just so you guys know, there was no <laughs> players to watch this week. So look to start or sit some players instead. That's real sus. Double down, my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, folks, listen, it's that time of the week again. We bring you the best power rankings you will ever find in all of the land. It will not be on large media TV. It will not be by any of your other favorite podcasts. It's going to be right here. Now we've already done teams. We've already done running backs. It's only right that we bring you another offensive position, but this one's going to have a few stipulations to it. It is the power ranking of the top 10 wide receiver cores. No, just, just receiving cores, yeah. including tight receiving ends. Receiving cores. And running backs. So this includes yeah. running backs, tight ends, anybody who has caught the ball or will be catching the ball. It is the receiving core <clears throat> of each team. We'll start off this week with number 10. Number 10, we're going to go with the Chargers. Mike Williams, Kenyon Allen. Tyler Higby, or not Tyler Higby, uh, Gerald Everett, and Austin Eckler. That is a force to be reckoned with. Luckily, they're on the Chargers, so they can't figure it out usually over there. That's why they're at number 10. Number nine. We're going with the Seahawks. Um, Geno's got that group playing pretty well. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett at the top. Um, they use their... Uh, backup running backs masterfully in that offense. Um, Homer, DJ Davis, um, Kenneth Walker, um, who's ever in, whoever's not hurt, they usually see a couple uh, receptions uh, throughout the game, but they, they use their weapons as best they can. But I like the top. Number eight. We're going to go with the Detroit Lions. They may not win very many games, but that offense keeps them in the game every single time. They like really relying on the run, but their receiving core can really shine 
And if you get a Monroe St. Brown in there as well, if he plays, they go off. They are averaging 35 points a game. They are the highest scoring offense in the league right now. What else can you say? Number seven. We got the Washington Commanders. Uh, rookie Jahan Dotson has shown out this year. Um, Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel, you know, uh, I, are they still using Antonio Gibson this year? Yes. I mean, he was a pretty good receiving back, um, or is a pretty good receiving back. They have a sneaky good receiving core in Washington. Number six. Pains me to say it, but the Chiefs are at number six over here. They have a solid receiving core. They haven't used all their receivers as much, but that's because they're scoring so easily. They have Juju, MVS, McCole, Sky, Jody Fortson, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Zilaire. Patrick is spreading the ball around no matter what over there. They're definitely solid receiving core. Unfortunately, they're right here right now. Number five. We got the Bills. Um, their receiving core looks a lot better when Gabe Davis is, is fully healthy. Uh, they're just now figuring out their screen game. And Dawson Knox, while uh, his involvement is streaky, he's a very solid tight end. Um, I feel like he's got pretty good rapport with Josh Allen. Um, but that Stefan Diggs-Josh Allen connection is, is one of the best in the league. Number four. The Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith Jr., just a few guys to name right now, putting up numbers. They make Kirk Cousins look like a better quarterback than he is. Put him in number four. Number three. We got the Bengals. Um, Joe Mixon being a really good all-purpose back, catching some balls out of the backfield. Um, really just rounds out this group. Hayden Hurst is, um, I think he's kind of mid, but, you know, he, he can be sneaky out there. Um, but they're, they're three-headed monster at receiver, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Those three guys are about as a good three wide receivers you can find in, in the NFL. Number two. The Miami Dolphins. If you have two wide receivers in the top five in receiving yards for the year, you're going to be pretty good no matter what. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, both solid guys. Both can do very different things. Get them, get the ball in open space. No matter what, they're going to make a play. Number one, Philadelphia Eagles. Devontae Smith was quiet for a week or two, um, but A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, uh, Dallas Goddard at tight end, the multitude of running backs that they have. Jalen Hurts has a lot of weapons to play with, and if they ever just decided to sit back and pass the whole game, um, their numbers would be better than the Dolphins. This is our top 10 power ranking for receiver core by team. Again, this is not wide receivers. This includes all tight ends and backs. It's everybody who's going to be catching a ball. And again, putting them in the best situation. So take them and put them with the best quarterback in the league, with the best offensive line, and how are they going to operate, who falls in where. This is where we've got them lined up. As you know, come back on 
uh, Wednesday, and we'll have to reevaluate these. Make sure that these this is the best possible power ranking list that you will find anywhere on planet Earth. Now, just like we do power rankings, we've also got some games of the week. I believe Tybo, you're up with your pick of the week. Yeah, and I decided not to go with a game that involves the Bills. Um, <laughs> that would still probably be a good game. Was, was um, this your first pick against the Bills, the Bills. for the game of the week? I, I I think I've also had one other week that didn't include the Bills, but I've been pretty Bills heavy. Um, week five, though, I'm going Cowboys-Rams. Do, I don't know. We use the term or phrase real test um, maybe a little bit too often just for a lot of different scenarios, but Cooper Rush is going to get tested with the Rams. They're defended Super Bowl champion, um, but the Rams got a lot of issues. Um, do I think the Cowboys are a real threat with Cooper Rush at quarterback? Not really. But if he wins this game, there's going to be something to be said. Um, it's a it's a it's a battle between two teams that are supposed to be at the top of the NFC. The Rams and the Cowboys, um, on paper coming into this season, uh, everybody had them fairly high up um, in the NFC. So, will it be a good game? Who knows? But it's definitely one that I'm going to be watching. We got into my game of the week. We got the Bengal Tigers versus the Ravens. Sunday night primetime. The Chiefs Bucks broke open primetime last Sunday night. I'm looking for this to be a shootout this week. Division game. Both teams are tied at two and two. Bengals are finally putting it together a little bit. Ravens can't figure it out at the end of the game. It makes for exciting TV. And you know these teams hit each other. They're going to come out at each other's throats. Where is this game being played? Baltimore. 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 Okay. I like that for Baltimore. They're going to get that weird, crazy CGI bird out there before the game, fly that over the stadium and everything and whatnot, get everybody excited for that. We'll see what happens, but it's going to be a very exciting game. Looking forward to that one, actually. Uh, my game of the week is going to be the Titans uh, playing the commies. It'll be in uh, Washington. Well, I guess they don't play in Washington. I believe it's in Maryland or Virginia. Wherever Great, pick. Great pick. Listen, listen. They're bad teams. It's going to be a good game, much like the Lions and the Seahawks last week. It was a fantastic game. All right. Two bad teams. One from the AFC South that does have somewhat of an opportunity to win that division because God knows what's happening down in the AF, AFC South. Um, and, and the commies, uh, they've got a chance to uh, continue to make strides in the AFC least, even though that they are currently in last place. Um, it's possible that Jahan Dotson is out this week, po possibly two weeks uh, per Ron Rivera in his last presser. Again, it's sorry, not too sorry, what was his name? Ron Rivera? I thought I said Rivera. My bad. <laughs> All good. Pretty um, close sounding names. Like, honest mistake if that really happened. Yeah. Back off, Sean. Jeez. 
Riverboat Ron, would you look the Riverboat That's, Gambler? There we'll we go. go. There we go. Um, again, not two, not very good teams, but the NFL always takes two bad teams, pits them against each other, and they end up being some fantastic games. This one's going to be highfalutin and high flying um, because hey, the the, the commies are going to have to pass the ball. There's going to be a lot of dudes out there ready to catch them. It's, it'll be a good game. Lots of dudes. Lots of dudes. They got a lot. They got guys out there being dudes. All right. <laughs> what more well, could you want? Exactly. Well, folks, it is that time to get into our pickums for the week. Um, as you know from our last uh, show on Wednesday, Tybo is our current leader at 36 wins, followed by Sean with 32 and myself at 26. So we're looking to make some strides, folks. We're looking to make some strides. We have already picked the Colts and Broncos games, which has already finished by the time you're listening to this and by the time we're recording. It was an and awful we game. all got it wrong. We all got it wrong. I cannot trust the Broncos anymore. Hmm. Um, and honestly, neither should anybody else. If you're a Broncos fan, you make just as bad life decisions. Broncos fans don't even trust them. They're booing them in their home stadium. They are getting. They are booing um, after three and out in the fourth quarter. Russell has blown multiple goal line stances. It was fourth and one. They needed one yard. He threw it into the defense's hands, and Gilly Lock locked up Cortland Sutton. It's not wait. Even, he did it again. They he, he threw an interception again. at the. It line. wasn't an interception. It was very close. It was fourth and oh. one at the seven. Uh, he threw it, and Gilly Lock should have oh. had an inter- interception. Um, bad just bad all over in denver i hate you all um you've we've already picked the raiders chiefs uh if you have not if you if you have not heard that go back and listen to our chiefs prediction show as we break down history between the raiders and the chiefs uh tybo uh drops us some knowledge on the history between the two teams we'll now move into our pick of the week uh, we've got our first game Sunday at 8.30 in the morning Central. It is the London game. The New York Giants headed into, I believe it is Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, taking on the Packers. Uh, let's see. The Packers are here are a seven and a half point favorite from a sports book that shall not be named. That seems high. And I'm I'm super tempted to pick the Giants here because unfamiliar location um saquon's running like a bat out of hell you know i i think the giants could upset the packers here but i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and pick the packers man i wish you picked the giants i really do because the giants i believe may be starting davis webb this week exactly and for that reason i'm taking the Ooh. Packers. <laughs> exactly yeah. well, davis webb i understand uh, exactly. why they're such a favorite now Former Texas Tech quarterback, walk-on. Um, he battled uh, Baker Mayfield for the starting job because uh, Baker was a walk-on at Texas Tech as well uh, before Baker went to OU. He's a third-string quarterback for the Giants as well. Who are they Daniel starting over? over? Who starts over? Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones. Daniel Jones got hurt last week. Who came in for him? Gerard Taylor. What happened know. to him? Oh, my God. He got Did he hurt. get stabbed he in the hurt. lung again? He, he got hurt. Reoccurring or issues. Did that doctor just issue. follow him around? 
That's awful. He can't catch a break, Ben. Uh, I would have he, much rather seen Ty, Tyrod Taylor's resurgence than Geno Smith's. Yeah. I don't know. I like Geno, man. I don't know. I'm going to take the Packers here. like Geno a lot. Uh, next up, we'll start our noon games. Uh, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers headed into Buffalo, taking on Josh Allen and the Bills. Um, the Bills here are 14 and a half points. Good <laughs> God. That's, a lot That's of points, really man. all you have to say about that. I'm <laughs> I'm going to pick the Bills. Yeah, 14 points is a lot of points to cover, man. Uh, Kenny Pickett is going to throw a lot of interceptions. I'm going to call two to four right now, and I'm going to go with the Bills. It's going to be, One of them is going to be a pick six. That's not pretty. You don't like to hear that for a rookie quarterback. Mitch mm-hmm. Trubisky will be in by next week. <laughs> <laughs> So we just uh, got a I'm, damn quarterback carousel going, huh? Yeah, with two guys. <laughs> the next is going to be Brandon Whedon. <laughs> I'm also going to take the Bills here. And for our next game, we've got the Atlanta Falcons heading into Tampa Bay, taking on Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are a 10 point favorite. I don't like these big favorites, man. Don't like them. There's Doesn't too many. One upset. Tebow, you got man. All right, give me give me an upset here. Give me the Falcons. That you chose them. I'm gonna go with give the me, Bucks. Give me the Falcons. The Buccaneers coming off a major loss where they got embarrassed. Let's see if that defense is for real or if they're gonna end up like the Jaguars when they played Patrick Mahomes and they just crumble. Really hoping they crumble. I also but. thought a uh, an upset was going to come. Like Tybo, I just changed my pick. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> I I don't think it's going to happen. The Bucks defense bounces back, even with as poor as the offense has been. This is a perfect game for them to use Kyle Pitts and win a game. It's not fantasy he's football, gonna get, man. Going to get lit up by Davis, and he's never going to play another game in his life. Coming over the middle. <laughs> No, he didn't do any of that against us. <laughs> you mean Levante David? David Davis, same thing. Right. Just one letter off on the keyboard. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you fat finger it. Sometimes you fat tongue it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers heading into Cleveland, taking on the Browns. Chargers here are two point favorite. Do we know if Keenan Allen's back? Believe Sean. Did you say that earlier, Sean? Keenan Allen is expected to be back. Believe so, yeah. Double check for you real quick. So it'll be my pick before it uh, gets to that. But Uh, give me, give me the Chargers. He was well, remained Sean, sidelined today. He was remained sidelined today. Uh, it's looking like he may be iffy and very questionable. I'm still going to go with the Chargers. Austin Eckler kind of figured it out last week. Maybe they'll keep that going. Who knows? But the Browns seem to struggle at the very end of the game. And I don't think they're going to have Miles Garrett again this week. And that is huge for them. 
Yeah, that was that was one thing that we didn't cover. Miles Garrett is going to be out for a little bit. He was it was non life threatening injuries from the massive car wreck that he did have, um, but don't expect him to be back like two to four weeks from when it happened. I would say like most likely four to six. Um, it, it was not a good car injury. Um, so I will also be taking the charges here. I think they figured it out against Mills Mafia last week. Um, but next up in the noon hour, we've got the Chicago Bears heading into Minnesota, taking on the Vikings. The Vikings here are seven and a half point favorite. Mm. <laughs> it's a noon game, and they're in Minnesota. Um, give me the Vikings. I feel like my picks are all boring. I think yeah, this week is going to be super boring. Uh, there'll be some exciting stuff happen, but it's. I think it's going to go down as we predict almost. For that, I'm going to have to go with the Vikings as well. And that is a three-way on the Vikings. God, Bears just suck, man. They're not good. I don't feel bad for Bears fans either. Chicago is insufferable. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Houston Texans heading into Jacksonville, taking on the Jags, who are a seven-point favorite. God. <laughs> oh. Bounce back game? Texans? <laughs> the only three and one Texans with the bounce back game. Divisional game? No. Nah, Final answer? Give me the Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't see it being a very rainy day. Trevor Lawrence can handle it if it's a sunny day. Give me the Jags. Uh, Jags by 90. It's not going to be close. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got Teddy Two Gloves headed into MetLife Stadium, taking on Zach Wilson and the Jets. Miami is a three-point favorite in this game. Well, give me the Jets. Uh, riding the momentum off the last win. Um, and the Dolphins are in turmoil with two out. Okay. Mr. INT, Zach Wilson, is going to show up again, throw two interceptions. And Teddy Bridgewater threw the ball deep to Tyreek Hill and semi caught him in stride a lot better than Tua did. But the best thing about Teddy Bridgewater, he is a very accurate short-passing quarterback. All he needs to do is get the ball to Tyreek or Jalen Waddle, and they can bust off the play and score from anywhere. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. And Mike McDaniel's the perfect coach for that, to just draw mm-hmm. up these short little bubble screens or or inside zig routes. Anything that can get these guys some blockers in front of them, he's the guy outside of Andy Reid to be able to draw up these plays. I'm going to take the Dolphins as well, but if you are a gambler, as you can do in the state of Kansas, get a backdoor cover going. Jets backdoor cover on this game. I think they're going to lose by less than three points here. Mm. Next up, we've got the Detroit Lions headed into New England, taking on the Patriots again. Uh, they could be without Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift, which leads the Patriots to being three and a half point favorites. With Bailey Zappi as their quarterback. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. I I don't know if I can pick the Lions again after their their defense gave up forty some odd points to Geno. 
I'm taking Gino over Bailey. Yeah. Uh, roll zappers. Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Lions and score. Patriots defense actually looks semi-solid. Um, they almost beat Aaron Rodgers last week with Bailey Zappi. He didn't look. Uh, they were allowed like 45 seconds to get a playoff. Hey, so I, I mean, don't, I don't. They didn't that call game it, wasn't so. as, that game <laughs> they didn't call it shouldn't have been close no or it as close have. as it was but but that defense is doing pretty good this year and Jared Goff is not Aaron Rodgers so give me the Patriots I really want to take the Lions here if it had if, if they had Amon Ra and DeAndre Swift, and I'd feel very comfortable taking that. We know that they can put up a lot of points on a bad defense like the Seahawks, but their defense also can't hold out. With the way the Pats are coached, I just can't can't take them too serious. Uh, next up in the noon hour, one of our f- final games here in the noon hour, we've got the Tennessee Titans headed in to uh, Washington, taking on the Commies. The Titans are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Dang, I was hoping they weren't favorites because I thought I was gonna slide <laughs> slide upset. I'm I'm going tight. So I already had that one decided. Um, even with all their injuries, they I mean they beat the Raiders. I think they can beat the Cubs. It's in Washington. I'm feeling pretty confident, and the Commies finally putting something together, winning a game. And it, who knows, man? They may start tanking and put Taylor Heineke in. We'll have a little bit better TV instead of Carson Wentz. But we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm going to go with Commies. That's Titans defense is really, really bad. With how good this receiving core is, I think that I. it doesn't matter how much time uh, Carson Wentz is going to have. I think those receivers are going to be able to torch those DBs all day long. Final game in the noon hour. We've got the Seattle Seahawks headed into New Orleans, taking on the Saints. Seahawks here are a five and a half point dog. I'm gonna ride with Gino. Give me the give me the Seahawks. I think this is the week that uh, New Orleans figures it out. They've been playing semi decent. I don't know who their quarterback is, but Andy Dalton looked great in London last week. And if Jameis is still out, look for him to continue that. It can only last for a few weeks for him, but this is one of those weeks. Saints. I can't trust the red rifle. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do I can't do it. it. Could you couldn't do it when he was in Cincy. You couldn't do it when he was in Dallas. You can't do it I mean in New Orleans. He can still win regular season games. It's not playoffs. Not anymore, man. Not anymore. Not even with Sean Green. Green. <laughs> fair that's a fair point we will jump to our 305 game where we have the san francisco 49ers headed into south carolina to take on the panthers the niners here are six and a half point favorite the way the panthers have played i don't know how anybody could pick them should i have and just I'm... written you down for the niners <laughs> instead of I asking get... you I don't know, but I I don't 
I, I picked I picked them one week when they won, but it was by a very slim margin. And they just they don't look good. They really don't. Give me yeah, give me the Niners. Like I alluded to last week, you only need 17 points to beat the Panthers. 49ers can score 17 points on them easily. Give me Even the Niners. With Jimmy G. Even with Even Jimmy G. Even with Jimmy G. Um yeah, I, I don't think that's I don't think it's a question who wins that game. We'll move on to our 325 games where we have our Philadelphia Eagles headed into Phoenix taking on the Cardinals, where the Cardinals are a five-point dog. I think the Eagles stay undefeated. Yeah, that offense and defense is just clicking on all cylinders right now. I can't pick against the Eagles. Go birds. They're both birds. They are both birds. It's going to be a bird game, man. <laughs> You're going to see some birds. Yeah. Next up at 325, we've got the Dallas Cowboys heading into SoFi, taking on the Rams. The Rams here are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Why? And why do I – oh, my God. Got to give himself an aneurysm, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna uh, go I, bald like me i'm picking the rams for a bounce back game here um when i i really want i i feel like the dallas cowboys are probably going to win this game but just using some of my previous logic i'm i'm picking the rams i really want to pick the rams but i'm gonna go with the boys uh, micah parsons is going to destroy matt stafford Simple and plain. That offensive line in L.A. is not good. Simple and plain. Sean's new brand of hair gel. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) It's not not plain and simple. It's simple and plain. If you're if you're a hair gel company out there, just name it simple and plain and hit us up. We'll do a commercial for Sean. And we're not going to use Sean's face. Sean's going to turn his head down and show off his nice hairline. Yeah, I'm not going to do that right now. Though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thought about it. You almost got me. <laughs> I'm going to pick Cooper Rush and the Cowboys here. Uh, if Dak comes back anytime soon, they're going to give him the starting job. So expect. Sean McVay to reach out to trade Matthew Stafford to the Cowboys for Cooper Rush to be their new franchise quarterback here in a few weeks. And, and to round out the look, Sean is an elementary school gym teacher. Hey, K through eight. Okay, all right. <laughs> so middle school, get it right, Tybo. Jeez. K What's through eight. It's also elementary school. Mostly hey. elementary school. Keeping them kids fit. Watch out. As he Our, gets balder. Hey, I mean, I'm not fit. one to speak. Clearly, <laughs> not one to speak. We'll move on to our final game of Sunday. It is a Sunday night game. Uh, Sean's game of the week. It is the Cincinnati Bungles heading into Baltimore to take on the Ravens, who are a three point favorite. So, this is these are both teams that should be contenders in the AFC, but have had their ups and downs through four weeks in the NFL. 
So this one's a really tough one to call. Um, Bengals defensive line has has played pretty decently um, as of late. Mm, but I, I'm personally, I like Lamar better than I like Joe Burrow. So I'm personally pulling for the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. See, the Bengals are finally switching it up. They're not staying in the gun the whole entire time. They're finally going under center. So all their plays look a little bit more alike. The offensive line is coming together a little bit better. They're not getting these crazy good pass rushers every single game anymore. With that being said, Baltimore still chokes it away at the end of the game. It's going to be a good game no matter what. But I, like Tybo said, I like Lamar more than I like Joe Burrow. Give me the Ravens. One of the things I don't think that I've I've stated before, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, when you look at favorites and underdogs uh, in, in the sense of gambling, Vegas tends to give their odds to the home team as a three-point favorite at all times. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three-point favorite at all times. So when that happens, that is just the initial start. The home team gets three-point as favorites, and then they do a lot of their other metrics and figure out what it is. The metrics right here are telling me at three-point favorites that these two teams are 100% even. And they have no idea which way it's going to come out, minus there is a home field advantage for the Ravens. With that said, I think it's going to be a bounce back game for the Bengals. The Ravens are missing all of their DBs. They can't seem they they're seeming. Didn't the Bengals away. just win, bro? Yeah. yeah. The Bengals beat the Dolphins last week, so they it's did. not a bounce back. And it's going to be a bounce back for the previous two. It's a bounce back season, even though they had a good season last year. Man, sh- <laughs> bouncing forward. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bengals uh, as they start to climb forward. The Ravens, they're going to play in this one tight. Um, the Bengals are going to come out. And that's going to do it for Pick'em. Hopefully, Tybo slides all the way down and cannot recover. Uh, but we do have a lot of the same picks this week, so that cannot seem to happen unless we all decide to slide. Uh, it's going to be a wild week. At some point, you're just, you guys are going to have to implement a new strategy. Like Those are hard to pick against, man. Hard. Those are really hard to pick against. Some uh, of these, listen, listen. It's week. It's week. We've been through four weeks. Watch yourself. It could go downhill <laughs> fast for you, man. I'm almost more invested in our pick on than I am my fantasy team. I'm two and two in fantasy. Like, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm just tallying up my pick'em wins. Like, yeah, Listen, I, we got to figure out a punishment. We got to figure out a prize. We'll 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 do that here in the next uh, week or so. Um, make sure to check out our Chief Show if you have not. If you're listening on audio platforms, check us out on YouTube, Bob and Bo Show. If you're on YouTube, check out our Twitter at Bob and Bo Show. Like we said, Tybo's got a top five going on the Chiefs list. Sean has uh, just the tips football fantasy tips uh so make sure to <laughs> hit us up uh, that's a new name it's gonna well. stick we're doing that just the tips just the tips make sure to hit us up on uh youtube comments and twitter to let us know uh top fives and the tips that you would like for your fantasy football team make sure to check us back out on wednesday as we drop our post game shows and as always go cheese go cheese go